0: No, no, no. She's not a medical doctor, but she can sure cure your tax problems or your financial woes. She's the how to girl. It's the Dr. Friday Show. If you have a question for Dr. Friday, call her now, 737 WWTN. That's 737 9986. So here's your host, financial counselor, and tax consultant, Dr. Friday.
1: Today I'm Dr. Friday, and the doctor is in the house, and we are here today to talk about my favorite subject as an enrolled agent licensed with the Internal Revenue Service, What I Do is Taxes. Talk taxes, live taxes, love taxes. So if you have questions concerning your tax prep, remember July 15th is the new deadline, July 15th. So if it comes time and you need to be able to do something with your taxes, you need to be able to go in there and see what you can do to make it happen for you. But other than that, it's um, phone number here in the studio is 615 737-9986 737-9986 615 taking your calls and let's go ahead and hit Joe since he was nice enough to call. Hey Joe
2: uh, Dr. Friday thank you for taking your time on Saturdays to come in here and help us out. Here's my question uh, we were terminated we, we were terminated about 10 days ago at my job and so the new company came in and uh, gave us positions. Now I'm going to need to do a 401 rollover. Um, My old 401 daily access, and the new one is like fidelity. Mm -hmm. Anything I need, Any? do you do 401 rollovers for people? Should I come in and see you?
1: I don't, sweetheart, and thank you for even asking. No, I do the tax side, so thank goodness you're not taking the money out. As a rollover, (laughs) really not a lot of things to to worry about in the extent that – they're they're going to re ask you to reallocate possibly you know are you going to take plan one plan two plan three not sure um you know what uh, how old you are and what your situation is but I'm assuming they're going to have you when you do the rollover um you know reevaluate since you're going to a new company but other than that as long as you're not taking any money out there shouldn't be no tax situation.
2: Excellent. Uh, one more thing, Doctor Friday. Sure. I mailed my I snail mailed my uh. I want my taxes every year and send them in on April the 14th I haven't seen anything uh it was about eight weeks ago so they're probably that far backed up when you agree
1: Yeah, I'm getting quite a few phone calls on this, Joe, to be quite honest with you. And thanks for bringing it up because there's probably other people listening, asking that same question and the answer to your yes, I'm working with the idea that um, especially with snail mail, as you know, I love to say, but if you mailed it, it can take uh, 60, 90 days for that to actually get processed. But even people that are e-filing, they're finding delays longer than the 21 days. So uh, just be prepared to wait a few a, a bit longer is my suggestion.
2: Dr. Friday, have a blessed day. Thank you again.
1: Thank you. Appreciate the phone call very much. Um, all right. Let's go ahead and continue this with Dallas.
2: Hey, Dallas. Hello,
3: doctor. Hey, Dr. Friday. Um, I just helped a, a mother-in-law redeem, redeem some uh, stock prices, and she got capital gains. And I looked online, and I got some confusing information about when you pay that capital gains tax. Do you pay it right after you get the capital gains, or do you wait till you file the next year?
1: Great question, and it's going to be capital gains is kind of unique only to the extent that if you helped your your mother, and sometimes, uh, if I'm making a wild guess that you are um, that that she's over the age of sixty five, possibly retired. Um, yes that there is a 0% capital gains. So I don't know how much, but assuming that let's just assume that she doesn't meet that 0% and she is going to owe some taxes, then, um, you need to be making a quarterly or an estimated payment within the 90 days of receiving it.
3: Okay. Well, it was all stock. Um, so,
1: so all stock, but she had a basis in that stock, right?
3: Yes, she did. She ended up, uh, uh, with quite a bit of money over the, the years, about 75% of what she redeemed came in. Do you in have any the, idea the just plus. the
1: ballpark of how much money she might have earned? Just the, I mean, it doesn't mean, uh, it just give me a number you 000, think about.
3: 400000
1: Okay. All right. So yeah, so she's way above because um, a single person, I mean, she had only made about 30 or 40 and she lived solely off social security as possible. She could have stayed under it, but that at that dollar amount, she needs to go ahead. In fact, she's going to get hit with the higher capital gains because she's going to get hit with the 0.09 in uh, the 3.8. So she. I mean, the, I'm sorry, not the 0.09 that's for employees, the 3.8% uh, Medicare tax on top of the 15. So she needs to be looking at, um, you know, 18.9% uh, tax on that.
3: Okay. She's uh, 88 years old.
1: So Age, unfortunately, has no bearing on mean- taxes, unfortunately, because okay. I've got more than one that comes in. Is there at some point I should stop paying taxes? <laughs> I would love to say yes, but, um, yeah, so, the, you know, just – And if you need some help with estimating, it's easy enough to throw it into, um, you know, whatever her taxes were in 18. She may have had very little or no tax, but to throw it in and see um, if it triggers anything like AMT tax. Sometimes capital gains can be um, a little more frustrating than we like.
3: She just lives off of her Social Security.
1: Yeah, but now her Social Security, with that transaction, her Social Security is going to be 85% taxed. So on on top of the capital gains, she will have some tax on Social Security.
3: Yeah, some of the calculators I looked at said she would owe about forty thousand uh or more, forty to fifty thousand in capital gains. So should I just send that whole amount in? Yeah. Or
1: I would say uh, definitely send that in. I'm I'm estimating it's gonna be closer to seventy five. I mean if if her okay. profit was forty four hundred thousand.
4: Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm well, guessing i guessing it's closer will to seventy five.
1: So I would say so at least send in 40 or 50. Keep in mind that as long as she sends 100% of the year before, she's probably not going to get hit with a penalty. But it's easier to go ahead and take the tax dollars out now while she still has that in there. Uh, so that way if she invests or does something with it, she's not having to worry about taking the money out later.
3: Okay. Uh, thank you very so much.
1: Thanks for the call, Dallas. I appreciate it. All
3: right. Bye-bye.
1: All right. we just, This is the Dr. Friday Show. I'm Dr. Friday, an enrolled agent licensed with the Internal Revenue Service to do taxes and a representation. So if you haven't filed taxes in a number of years or maybe you're working on your taxes right now and you're trying to figure out what needs to be done next, boom, just give me a call at 615-367-0819. That's the office, and I don't want to confuse you. Because no one's going to answer that phone right now. So if you want to join us in the studio, 615-737-9986. That's who you can reach me right now. 615-737-9986 is the number here in the studio. So if you've got questions or you want to make a statement or you're working on something or maybe you're thinking about how can I... Avoid paying certain amount of taxes. I often have people that come in and say, I shouldn't have to pay self employment tax. I'm already on Social Security. Or uh in the extent of selling a piece of real estate, sometimes there are advantages to doing 1031 exchanges. Not always. Sometimes you just want to get out of the real estate business and do what you have to do. So it's just a matter of what's going to work out best for you and keeping the money in your pocket. But just as Dallas called earlier, you need to think about a portion of that money is taxes and higher the the capital gains more of it is uh taxable, and you know the only thing I could have suggested in that situation is the possibility, and I don't know the situation at all would be would it be possible to have spread that out over a couple of years? but hey, the stock market goes up and down every single day, so it may be that the risks to the finances were not something worth willing to wait and sell some of the stock later. So again, not an expert on that situation. And sometimes you got to do what you have to do to make sure you're moving forward. So if you've got questions on that, or maybe you've got a friend that hasn't filed taxes for a number of years, that seems to be our most common. And keep in mind, if you haven't filed 18 and or 19 taxes, then you're not going to be getting the stimulus check. Um, now if you do go back and file your 18 or 19 taxes, um, and at some point, you're going to need to file 19 to reconcile the stimulus. But um, they are using 18 and 19. and teen, I should say 18 and or. I can't get my tongue to work or 19 tax returns because they're reconciling 19, but they're actually putting it on our 2020. So it's very confusing. And all my small entrepreneurs keep in mind they have made some changes again to the PPP loans. So it's important that if um, if you have a PPP loan, um, you might want to revisit the um, SBA.gov website. Um, As of Friday, they hadn't updated the the new rules yet in there, but they said that they were going to have them on the website. So uh, many of my clients are getting to uh, next week. They'll start having to ask for forgiveness. So we're trying to figure out exactly how that's going to work. Uh, But making sure that you have a list of all your employees. We know we have to have this name of employee, social security of the employee, how many hours that employee worked, um, and the rate of pay in anything over 40 hours, they're not going to be considering um, the basic pay. So if you, you know, if you had one person that maybe you doubled up or tried to pay them more money because you couldn't really keep two people on the job, you might not get full forgiveness. Um, but we are going to have more and more about that as we start processing and getting that information out there. And some people asked, as far as I know, it's not too late to request PPP money still. Um, there is still some out there. As far as I know, I have people that are still getting qualified. Let me put it that way for PPP or EIDL money, um, as, as they go in there. So it's, it's kind of important for you to, if you, if you're a small business owner, um, and you need help, uh trying to keep your doors open, keep your employees, uh, in, in business or, or at least working for you so you can try to help them out. Um, it's an alternative i can't guarantee you that we all know exactly how this whole system's going to work for small business owners, Um, but it's going to be interesting. Of course, we all know the Senate right now is working on the HEROES Act to find out if uh, there's going to be a second stimulus check to all the individuals or if they're going to do a, a stimulus for just certain walks of life, certain classes of jobs, certain people that are not able to get back to work. I mean, we know that downtown Nashville stayed in the second stage, decided not to open up anything downtown, so that means that All those bars and restaurants and um, a lot of the different, um, you know, tourist event centers and things like that there, downtown Nashville, all the people that work for those individuals are still on unemployment and are we're a bit worried because July 3rd, at the end of July is the end of Social Security, and I realize many people right now are doing okay. I mean, they're making more money on unemployment than they were when they were working, um, which you know, one way or the other, is what it is. But at this point, in about uh, you know a little over 45 days, that check is going to stop, and then um, we really hope that downtown Nashville will be open by that time to help get these people back to work. But if you have help or you need to have a question or answer of the question, that's awesome. Um, we're going to, uh, we have a uh, phone calls coming in and you can do that at 615 737 three seven nine nine eight six um, why don't we take a, a quick break and then we can come back and talk to Randy and Franklin and then also take any other calls that might be coming through uh, that way we can have plenty of time to talk to them. we'll be right back with the doctor Friday show all right I'm Dr. Friday, an enrolled agent licensed with the Internal Revenue Service to Do Taxes and Representation, and we are going to go right to the phone line since Randy and Sam were uh, nice enough to hold through the break. Let's start with Randy.
5: Hello, Dr. Friday. Hey there. Um, Nice to talk to you on this Saturday. Um, I, I saw you uh, in person many years ago in reference to some back taxes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you protected me. You were my fire, fire shield or whatever for about a year. I need to probably need to get back into your office um, to cover this. But one question, I've been kind of playing the waiting game, uh, the 10-year period, um, if I understand it correctly, for certain liens to drop off. That's one thing you and I talked about, and so I'm still doing that. I'm not receiving any what you call uh, love letters, and, and, and I know this is not a laughing issue. I, I have not filed my taxes for many years, which you were just talking about. Um, my main question, Dr. Friday, is if I request a transcript um, from the IRS, I've heard that that will kind of restart the clock on many different uh, fronts. Am I right in that or wrong, or am I making any sense to you at all?
1: Totally making sense. And to be quite honest with you, I've heard the same things. Obviously, when we um, obtain power of attorney, we end up, uh, you know, some people are like, well, you know, the IRS is going to process something. Therefore, it's it may trigger them to look at your files. That simple, you know, where they've got millions of people they're looking at. Maybe they don't look at Randy so much because at this moment, nothing's come up on the computer that's flagged him versus a right. lot of other people before him. So, right. you know, it is a possibility. If we have power of attorney, we would be able to use this separate software, that does go through the IRS website, but be able to pull transcripts on your behalf, um, you know, I'm a firm believer that I uh, keeping your head down and, and sometimes just letting the time run is, is a theory that we do work with sometimes. Uh, but you do need to get in compliance because otherwise the time clock is starting on other things or you're losing refunds. Or if you owe more money, you know, we're never going to get out of that kind of cycle. So, right. um, you know, well, that, the, the that, theory that, that's would be to get part. caught that's up.
5: My, that, I'm sorry, Dr. Friday. That is my sense of urgency. So I should probably just call your office first part of the week and see if you have time for me to come in and we talk for a little bit.
1: Yeah, No worries at all. And I'd be more than glad to at least talk and see if we can help you out, okay?
5: Sounds good. Thank you so much. Good day.
1: Thanks for the phone call. I appreciate you. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and head on down to Sam from Franklin. We have Franklin listening in two places. Hey, Sam.
3: Yes, yes, Uh, ma'am. I'm a minister, and I have a question about housing allowance. I've got a small mortgage that will be paid off in a couple of years, and I realize I could write off the expenses of that and loan and maintenance and things like that, uh, uh, to maintain my house. But once that mortgage is, uh, paid off, do I, can I, what do I write off from? Is it fair housing market, what you could rent your house for, or, or can I write off anything if I don't have a mortgage or include no, in the housing allowance? Use-
1: Right. You would use the fair market renting, and you can usually go uh, to either the IRS website or whatever. There are places where you would get what the rent would be. Is would be what your current housing allowance would be allowed.
3: Okay. Well, what if the fair market value is actually higher than my mortgage payment, as we speak? Um,
1: well, I mean, your housing allowance is what is it takes for you to maintain. So if you had to rent that house pay the utilities and homeowners insurance or renters insurance in that scenario, um, that would be the cost of your your parsonage or your housing allowance.
3: Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much.
1: No problem. Thanks, buddy. That's a great question. All right. So There we go. All right, so we're moving along. So if you want to join the show, you can at 615-737-9986, 615-737-9986. Taking your calls, obviously talking about all my favorite subjects, wanting to make sure that we stay on top of any current tax changes. Not a lot happening at this moment, guys, as far as – anything that's changed in the last few weeks, um, or, or conversation. My, my biggest thing is this is the time IRS is just kind of reopening things are moving a lot slower. Um, so my suggestion is go ahead and get your taxes filed. If you haven't filed for the last couple of years, um, we did just get notice that the IRS office for us to get power of attorney is back open. So we've been delayed for a period of time, hard to represent if we can't get representation approval. Um, so uh that has reopened. So anyone that we might be representing now, we've, we're going to have to resend, I have feeling, and, and get them into the system properly. But Um, you know the IRS right now I will tell you I tried to call them last week on two different occasions on the 1-800-829-1040 just the regular phone number I don't know if anyone's listening and has had different luck but all they had was automated services available to us um, uh, as of that time now we all know that there is a separate number for people with stimulus but I think we're at least my office is getting less and less phone calls about stimulus so I'm assuming more and more people are getting their stimulus checks or they're finding out that they don't qualify for the stimulus check I'm sure there are still, um, based on the IRS website and their idea that they're going to be mailing or sending out checks all the way up through September, there is going to be people that haven't received it, but I think a large number of people have received it. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what happens. I have uh, Now I have quite a few people contacting me saying, well, if there's a second stimulus, there's some way I can go ahead and get my bank account so I can get it faster than I had last time. And to be honest, guys, you know, the stimulus is not something that's really being dealt with through the tax code at this moment. Um, you know, so if normally, I mean, obviously, if people get their refunds electronically, then you're in good shape if you don't. Um, and you prefer a check, well, that's how the stimulus is going to come. You guys uh, probably already had that happen this first year as it was or this first stimulus. We'll have to just see how that comes out for everybody. Um, Hopefully people are actually getting back to work, so that will also help um, with some of the issues that that a lot of people are having. So if you've got questions concerning taxes, um, obviously filing them is the first step. I don't care if you owe money. It doesn't make a difference if you have a balance due. The biggest thing is is letting the government know how much money you owe and then starting to either work on the fact that you either owe money, then we need a payment plan. If you aren't working right now, we can get you probably put into a non-collectible for a little while or or. Delay the payment plan until late, uh, until you start working, um, to get back on your feet. Um, there is a, a big thing the IRS sent out this week that was just talking about if you are getting letters from the IRS, since they were out of the office, um, it's kind of unique. The IRS actually dates their letters about f- 15 to 20 days early because it takes them almost two weeks to get the letters from the person's desk that's producing them or the computers that's producing them to the postage to your house. So a lot of people are going to get notices. Um, they're telling us that it's going to actually have a date that may already be expired. The letters have went out, but they basically say you have 15 days to respond and that from the date of this letter and you, that, that may already be expired. They're basically saying that that's fine. 15 dates from the date that you received it. Um, but we do have a little bit more um, things we need to do. So don't be surprised if the IRS uh, love letters start arriving. They have done a big... Send out trying to get people back out there doing the things that they need to do and moving the stuff along so that they're able to um, start getting their collections and their revenue back in, which should be interesting since we still have a large number of people that are not working or haven't worked for a period of time. So their their savings or their payments are, are down. So if that is you, remember If you were in a payment plan prior, they're going to restart those payment plans as a 715 if you put a hold on your payment plan. Um, If you haven't been in a payment plan, they're going to basically start expecting people to start making them on or around 715. If that doesn't happen, you're going to have to communicate with the IRS, which is going to be challenging if the phone systems or the technology, which is usually by phone, isn't working, then we're going to have to do a lot more certified letters or proof that we've made it to the best of our ability to contact them. But make sure that you keep in touch with the IRS. The last thing you want is somebody taking a lien or levy against the paycheck that you just started getting back. I mean, and they can. They have the ability to take the money from your bank account they have the ability to to put a lien against your house to to take a, a lead or levy against your paychecks um, this is something the irs can do normally they only do that is when communications have fallen through so if you're having problems or you need more assistance with the irs you can certainly give us a call here at the studio at 615-737-9986 or maybe even have an interesting um conversation or story about dealing with the IRS or dealing with the state, because we deal with them all the time, um, and we find that the every person that we deal with is a little different. Or if you're having problems, because you know what? You can't afford to pay it, but the IRS just keeps pushing. I've got one where... He's trying to get a loan against property. He's trying to do what the IRS is asking, but nobody wants to give him a loan, and rejection seems to be the uh, and and they keep wanting more and more rejections to prove that he he isn't qualified to be able to do anything with it. So, um, if you if you've got questions concerning that or anything else, six one five seven three seven nine nine eight six is the number here in the studio. Six one five seven three seven nine nine eight six. We're talking about taxes. Remember as an enrolled agent, my job is to kind of be the shield between you and the IRS. It doesn't mean I can stop the IRS from, you know, doing anything. But what it means is we, they will communicate with me instead of communicating with you. They have to contact me to make sure I have the information that they need. And then I send it to them, making them a a little less threatening when it comes time to doing what you need done or having to do anything that you have dealing with that issue. So, you know, just saying it's, it's kind of the way it works and making sure that you actually have, um, you know, trying to get, Trying to get the information that you need, dealing with um, those kind of situations. All right, yeah, let's go ahead and hit Jake right before the break, so he doesn't have to hit it, and then we'll take the break. Hey, Jake.
6: Hey, Doctor Friday. I called you months ago about an audit that I was getting from the IRS. You gave me some advice, and uh, anyway, it worked out to a point where um, I felt like it was they treated me fair, but I did have to make a payment. But it yeah. was right before the coronavirus, and then she uh, she sent out. a a letter that said do you accept this amount of money and I sent the letter back saying yes I did and I hadn't heard a thing from them since then and I've called twice and uh, left the message on her voicemail for the agent still haven't heard back so I'm wondering am I supposed to just send the money in or was I because she said I could make a payment online or I could set up payments online
0: and then at the
6: end of the day uh, I didn't get I didn't get anything back from them, and I thought I was supposed to get something that says, "Okay, now that you accepted, here's your you know, here's your PIN number, or here's your I don't know. I, I'm I'm a, I'm kind of at a loss.
1: Yeah, you you did everything correct. What you're waiting for is a letter coming back that basically says, "Here's your new balance due, including any." potential penalties, whatever, yeah. they may have already built those in. Um, and then, you know, if you can't make the payment, then you need to send in this form. And it's the payment plan form. Or at that point, you know that you could go to irs.gov and right. set up a payment plan. But until you get that letter, it's probably not been posted to your account, meaning she has it, but then she has to give it to her supervisor. The supervisor has to sign off on it, and then it goes into
6: collections. Do you and can imagine the with coronavirus the coronavirus thing that-
1: happening, it's probably sitting somewhere between all of that.
6: And probably the coronavirus slowed all that down.
1: Yes. Now, if you have any money um, that you want to throw at it or you want to go ahead, you can start sending in payments. You know what tax years this has to do with. Um, So, you know, any money you want to pay, to it i'm just saying if you have the ability it's going to help reduce penalties later um but if you're you know at this point you've done nothing wrong you're just waiting for them and that can right. usually even on a normal situation takes us 30 to 60 days to get it in the system
6: yeah it's been at least 60 days here's yeah, another question in the meantime i filed this year's taxes and forgot to put my energy tax credit for my solar project so i did a 1040x and sit in it right. if they if, if it, is it possible if they just owe me money for that they'll just Wash it out and take out what I owe them. And absolutely, give
1: me the absolutely. They will take if you have a different. I mean, they'll either give yeah. you the difference, but they're going to keep their share of that right. to pay your back tax, assuming okay. that it's in the system and they know about it. You know what right. I'm saying? Okay. Um, but since you had to mail a 1040x, and I'm going to assume that the audit will be posted before that gets posted, because that's going to take yeah. another, you know, sixty to ninety days. Okay. But I appreciate job, Jake. your help. All right.
0: All
6: right. Cheers. Bye bye.
1: Thanks. Bye all righty why don't we go ahead and take a quick break here and when we get back we'll go to terry and i know a few other people are calling in you can reach us here at 615-737-9986 we'll be right back all righty we are back live here in studio i'm dr friday an enrolled agent license with the Internal Revenue Service, and we are here to talk. all right, so while we hit Terry and go ahead since uh long and held a nice long time hey Terry.
4: Hello, thank you for taking my call. Um, I heard a snippet of information that for twenty twenty you can deduct $300 of donations to a 501c3 organization. Even though you don't itemize, you can take it, like, right off the top of your... Nope. Is that
1: correct? (laughs) Nope. No, that that doesn't apply. um, That has to fall onto your itemizing, which means you'd have to exceed... The if you're single twelve thousand two hundred this year or twenty four thousand four hundred next year it goes up a little bit more. Um so no, that charitable contribution still falls. The only people that actually get to take it strictly off their ten forty would be people that are over the age of seventy or seventy two taking required minimum distributions. Oh, okay. But everyday individuals that doesn't apply to. No, ma'am.
4: Oh, uh, okay. Wow, I'm so glad I called.
1: <laughs> thank you <laughs>
4: yeah. so much. No problem. Right, thank thanks.
1: you. Sorry. Appreciate you. Uh-huh. Bye. All right. Let's keep moving on, and let's go to Ed. Hello, Ed.
6: Hello there.
1: What's happening Last in week, life?
6: Thank you. Last week, you uh, told a number to call for the IRS uh, uh, to find out uh, information about your stimulus,
1: uh-huh. and
6: I couldn't. I couldn't stop the vehicle quickly enough to write it down, <laughs> and I missed it. So, no uh, problem.
1: You got your pen I and paper?
6: I got it ready now.
1: Okay. It's going to be one eight hundred nine one nine nine eight three five.
6: 919 9835 Okay. Let me uh, 1-800. Say again everything after yeah. 800. That's right.
1: 1-800-919-9835.
6: Well, I certainly am grateful.
1: No problem, This should sir. be Hopefully a nice short
6: help. call. That's all I need, and thank you very much.
1: <laughs> well, thanks for holding through. Appreciate it.
2: <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.
6: Bye
1: all righty, and we're moving along here. Um, if you've got questions, you can join the show. I know we're getting down to the last bit here, but it's 615-737-9986. 615-737-9986, taking your calls, talking about my favorite subject, taxes. Hey, we've got another Ed on the line. Let's hit Ed. It's a good name. Hey, Ed, what can I do for you?
4: Well, I um, uh, have a friend who lost a rental property in the March 3rd tornado and asked okay. me because um, uh, I do a little real estate work about a 1033 exchange, not a 1031, but a 1033 right. casually lost. It's out of my wheelhouse, so I thought I would call you.
1: So um, did he get insurance money that was for more than what he actually uh, – did he make a gain on it with the replacement value?
4: I'm not sure. And that's one of the things she needs me to find out what some of the parameters are and, and where to go to find out some of those, some of those questions that need to be asked. So one would be um, uh, insurance settlement.
1: Right. So the bottom line is she has to, it's basically, it's, very similar to the 1031, Ed, from you and my plant standpoint. The difference is this is from casualty loss. So she would still have to say, let's just use simple numbers. I paid 100000 for the home. Now it's a rental, so she's been depreciating it, right? There would be recapture of depreciation. But the insurance company came back in and gave me $125,000 for replacement value or mm-hmm. whatever, depending. Or even the 100000 since she basically had... There would be no deferral because she paid a hundred, she made a hundred. Mm-hmm. But you know, if she got replacement value like my house, if, if it it's a fifteen or twenty year old home, I paid a hundred. Then now the insurance company get, came in and gave me two hundred thousand. I would have capital gains. So that's where she would want to do, in essence, the same as a ten thirty one, which would be to, to defer it by having to go out and buy another piece of real estate. Now,
4: does the amount of the insurance check? enter into this um or, or is it the appraised value it, it, or, it's or, the
1: uh, insurance check it's physically what she put in her pocket so look at the insurance check is like the buyer i mean exactly. in the is, essence of how we look at things sometimes so look at whatever she got on that insurance would be what she physically sold it for because that's the replacement that value since it was total I'm
4: correct and there's no um, um deadline like the 45 day rule with 1031
1: there really isn't um it says uh from my from and I, i'll be honest i'm looking at some of this because i don't do a lot i do more 1031s than i do 1033s even though we did have several disasters obviously right before the corvid and we will get more into some of those but um but it basically says that um where the 1031 this one you have within 365 days it looks like and we can get more pacific for her if she needs to what when did she when was she hit with this disaster was it back in March with the one right, that hit here in Tennessee yeah. okay um so Yes, yeah, so that would be the biggest thing. It basically, she can get, it says here, it can give you a two-year extension on the replacement period. So, it looks like there's a lot more time on this one she would have than what she would have had on a 1031.
4: Great. I will pass that on.
1: And if she needs more information, or if you need to, just email me, and I can send you this uh, IRS link, but it, it tells about it. So, that way you have something maybe to pass to her to read.
4: I will email you something on Monday.
1: You got it. Thanks, sir. Appreciate the phone call. All righty. And we are live here, guys. So if you've got any questions, and I love those ones, because to be honest with you, 1031, 1033s, um You know, we don't have a lot of people. We don't live in a disaster alone, so I don't deal a ton with them. But it is a wonderful loop in the tax code that might equivalent to instead of putting all the money back in your pocket and paying taxes, um, possibly wanting to reinvest um, or rebuild. I mean, obviously, if she rebuilds it for the same uh, property, she may be able to do that. But if it's a total loss, who knows? The um, th- There's a lot of moving parts, that so we we'll probably have to get a couple different information to put it on our tax return. All right, if you want to join the show, 615-737-9986. 615-737-9986, number here in the studio. So if you've got questions or um, want to make a, a statement of some sort, you can do that easily enough um, by picking up the phone and giving us a call. But if you need help with doing your taxes or anything else, um, you can also check out the website at uh, drfriday.com. That's drfriday.com. Also set up your tax appointment there. All right, let's go ahead and hit this caller real quick. Uh, Corey.
0: Hey, yes, Corey. Hello. I'm, hello. I have a question about starting up a new business. Um, hopefully in the next three months or so, I'll have a new business going on, and it's going to be from scratch. And I'm just kind of curious as uh, some pointers, really, to handle taxes and money.
5: Uh, I guess
0: uh, best apps. I know that you do um, Quicken or what have you. Is that something you would right. recommend? And so on for.
1: Um, can I ask just a little bit about the type? I mean, is it a service-based sure. business? Is it um, what kind of business yes, is it
0: going to be? It's going to be it's going to be a, a, a food truck concept. Um, oh, okay. And, and throughout Middle Tennessee.
1: Okay. Awesome. And, Love them. Um, okay. So did you set this up as a certain entity or you were running it as a sole proprietorship right now?
0: As of right now, it's going to be a sole
1: proprietorship. I agree. Um, I think right now that's what you probably want to start out as just to get, you know, get it now, make sure cause you're either buying a truck and having to, to, uh, fix it up a little bit, or maybe you're lucky enough to get one that you don't have to do any changes, but make sure all the costs. So, you know, your business license, um, the cost of the truck, the cost of the inventory, all that needs to be tracked. Now you can use something as easy as QuickBooks or Quicken, or you can do Excel, I don't care as long as you're able to go back and find the receipts and tell us what they were for. Right. Also right. miles, because you're going to be either hauling this trailer with some sort of vehicle or it drives itself. Um, because right. we do quite a few, so you need to track your miles. if you're going to be going around to different places, um, you know, and back home or whatever. So all of that would be uh deductible miles. And then, Try, I mean, are you going to have help in the truck? Are you going to be getting some helpers? Or is it going to be just you pretty much? It would just be me and my wife as of right now. Okay, awesome. Um, All I tell tell most of my, because sometimes these guys will pick up day labor um, to help them out, you know, when they have bigger. Uh Try to avoid that unless uh, you're using your children, um, because (laughs) you could get yourself into tax issues, but I would do a sole proprietor Right. right now, make sure you're making some money and then probably have a conversation with an LLC or a corporation, depending on, um, what your bigger picture is. But first let's make some money before we can worry about it.
5: Right. I got you. Okay. Thank you.
1: All right, thanks for the phone call, appreciate it. Uh, All right, we're going to take our last break here, and if you want to join the show, you can at 615-737-9986, 615-737-9986, we'll be right back. All righty, we are back. That is one fast drummer goodness um all right awesome saturday out here hopefully you guys are all having a good time enjoying yourselves having a a bit of sunshine out there i know myself i'm enjoying a a lot of yard work i get to go out and play in the yard. But if you have questions about taxes, this is the show. And let me tell you, we're down to the last few minutes. So if you have questions on the show, now would be the time. 615-737-9986. 615-737-9986. Again, if you're a small business owner and you need help with doing things with your taxes or with your bookkeeping, you need to give our office a call. We are certified QuickBooks advisors, which means basically we do everything in QuickBooks. So if you need help with that, or if you just have questions about like the gentleman that called, I think it's always awesome when someone's starting a new business. It's not easy to give direct advice, uh, obviously over the radio, but if you like to set up a time to go through and make sure that everything is set up the right way, you're moving forward and you're able to do things the way you want growing your business, the correct way, we'd be more than glad to sit down. Remember our first hour is always free. We want to make sure that we are doing our consultation and making sure everything is moving in the right direction. Um, so if you have questions about that or anything else, you can always go to my website, drfriday.com, click on appointments and go for it. All right, let's talk to Jared. Hey Jared, what can I do for you? Oops, we lost Jared. Jared hung up. All right. I scared him off, apparently. So if you want to call back, you can. Otherwise, we'll keep going here. Um, Again, if you have questions about setting up a business, what type of entity, doing things yourself, making sure that you're filing all of your tax forms on time. Very important. If you don't do it on time, let me tell you, there are lots of little penalties that can eat you up. And sometimes, you know, when doing your own bookkeeping or your own taxes, um, there's nothing wrong with it, but, uh, you know, sometimes what you think you're saving, you may be losing in either not taking good tax deductions or taking deductions you shouldn't and get yourself in trouble with the IRS. Who knows? You know, you have to wait and find out because those love letters will eventually come if there is a problem with reconciling your taxes. So if you have questions about that, why don't we go ahead and go ahead and see what John has to say. Hey, John.
0: Hey, Um, you know, that guy who just called, uh, uh he's starting a business.
1: Yeah. Corey. Yes.
0: I'm, I, I'm so proud of him because I did not do what he has done. And I yeah. started a, 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 new home construction business. I've been in the business for 40 plus 40 years. Um, and yes. as a, as a W2 employee mm-hmm. and I got it, I got to a situation where I could actually go out on my own and build houses and, i I funded my company with um, uh, to get you know get started with fifty thousand of my own dollars and and right. of course that that got eaten up with uh, uh, workers comp and my liability insurance and everything else and I, I started building homes and which is what I can do I'm a genius at that I'm a great problem solver I've done this for my whole life and but I'm not a businessman uh, that way you know well,
1: that yeah, no, everyone's got their strong suit. good point.
0: Well, here I am, 2 years in, and I've sold some I built and sold a couple. The first one I didn't really make anything on it. Uh the second one is closing here real soon, and I will make money on it. But here's what I'm The point is is that I haven't done the tax work. Um I set up as an LLC right at the end of 2017. Uh funded funded the company, and started up, and then first sale didn't happen until uh I went 2018 with homes under construction uh you know had uh, private loans um all those things worked and I didn't do the quarterly filings um I took a little bit of money here and there I have social security coming in as income you know so right. I was I was just so taking the money I was just taking draws out uh just to augment that you know what I'm saying so here I am and we're going into the next tax season here of 2020 and is there a way to, for you guys to forensically rebuild my books? Um, uh, I mean, I understand it's going to cost me money, but it, I guess, sure. it, the, could I get, I guess, sit down with you guys. And then you look at what I lay it all out in front of you and then you say, Oh brother, and <laughs> but we can help you, but, but I can help you.
1: Right. Well, <laughs> absolutely. Cause the beautiful thing is most of the time, at least I'm going to think that most of that information is that you actually, um, you use the bank account, you use the credit card. We should be able to go backwards and recreate. And since you're building homes and it sounds like you're building them over a period of time, you're not going out and, and um, I mean, it only sounds like you've done one or two of them. So we shouldn't have huge, uh, all of it went into one house or into another house. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. and then if you sold it well, then we, you know, we have uh, a business income on, on the first one. And it sounds like you're getting ready to have business, but we can certainly help you and also get you set up on, QuickBooks, if you're not using it um, or whichever, but, you know, get you set up so that you can actually, um, you know, start doing it through there. And that way, you know, you need to make sure Uncle Sam's a partner in your business and all of our businesses, to be quite honest. And we need you need to make sure you take that accountability to make sure you have that information. So, yeah, we just give our office a call. We'll be more than glad to help you get started and make sure we've got everything filed properly so you're not looking over your shoulder.
0: Well, I can't sleep at night. You know, i, I yeah. can I can build I can build the hell out of a house, but I can't <laughs> I can't I can't sleep at night, and so yeah. I, I'm too ashamed to tell my my peers yeah. what I've done. You know, I'm just. Well. You should You should be. There's a I, lot know, of people
1: that's uh, done the same things. And like you say, sometimes um, most business owners fall into business is what I always say. They don't always end up doing business. And so there's a lot of moving parts when it comes to business. So but if you give my office a call, John, we'll be more than glad to get you back on fact. So you can talk straight on building houses and we can help you stay out of trouble.
0: And then you could take on like my bookkeeping areas. Too. Exactly. Uh, you know, I mean, I understand all this money is not going to be a problem, I don't think, because things are going well. But yeah, my,
1: my you need to make a, sure you count for it.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm just a failure at, at nah. the most, imp- probably the most important. It's well, I'd, I'd like to think that building a house is pretty important, but this yeah, this whole this whole book side of it, and I, those three letters, IRS, just scared <laughs> me. But, well, you know, give, give yeah. our
1: office a call. We'll be more than glad to help you out. All right. Okay, I'm
0: I'm I'm going to do it. And thank you for taking my call.
1: Thanks. No problem, John. Thanks. And so if you want to reach my office, it's 615-367-0819. Let's see if we can get Bill in really quick. Hey, Bill.
3: Yes, thank you. Qu- quick question. The, uh, like a lot of people, I've gotten a $1,200 stimulus check. Is uh-huh. that subject to income tax?
1: No, sir, it is not. Great. It will all not right. be taxable at all.
3: Okay. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you. <laughs> All right. Appreciate that phone call. You can reach me again at 615-367-0819. 615-367-0819 is a direct number to our office on Monday morning. If you need more information, you can go to uh, drfriday.com. That's drfriday.com. That's our website. You can also book appointments by clicking on schedule or find out more about who I am. Uh, no, I'm on the radio, but you might not know who I am. Or if you've got questions and calling the radio show is not the easiest way to do that. Sometimes you can also email those questions. You can email friday at drfriday.com. That's friday at drfriday.com. Uh, again, if you have questions and you want to reach me 615- three six seven zero eight one nine hope you guys are having an awesome saturday and the weather stays nice and strong for all of us to get outside and maybe enjoy a little of the fresh air um that we can keep going and if you need help with taxes bookkeeping or representation before the irs again call my office email me or go to the website hope you guys have an awesome saturday and we're gonna cop you later and keep yourself safe